Welcome to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show. My name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host. Yes, we're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about today's news and issues, but we do from a law enforcement perspective. I'm going to introduce the crew. Guys, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show, yes, we have retired FBI agent Colin Schmidt all the way from L.A. area in California. Yes, he's drinking the bang. In fact, I was watching you uh, on the uh, on the intro. You're guzzling down that bang energy pretty quickly there, Colin. Need that. We need to give him a straw, David, or something. But, uh, hey, thanks for being on the show, Colin. Appreciate it. With Cronusinvestigation.com. That's Cronusinv.com. More information on them in a few. Also, David Degress, the retired corporal from, uh, hey, Worked Tampa Police Department, Pasco County Sheriff's Office. He's worked for a PD and retired, worked for a sheriff's office and retired. So uh, interesting perspective. Thanks for being on the show, David. Also in uh, Florida. Um, guys, a shout out to our sponsors, MotionDSPAUFire.com, GallsGunner.com on Medicare.live. And we're fueled by Monster today. Yes, I've got the uh, lemonade tea. I'm sorry. Well, it's the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the tea lemonade mix by Monster. It's really a great drink. And the flavor is astounding. So thanks to uh, Monster for the fuel. Also, a shout out to the Free Press with Brian Burns at TampaFP.com. Thanks for carrying our content. And Ray Dietrich of Red Voice Media. Uh, you know, Red Voice Media has got three Facebook pages that we're streaming to. And we're streaming to a total of eight locations. But three of those uh, Facebook pages have about a million followers alone. So thanks to Ray Dietrich and Red Voice Media for helping make that happen. One of our stories came from them today. RedVoiceMedia.com with Ray Dietrich. You know, we're streaming to eight locations right now. No, YouTube is not one of them. We dumped YouTube for... Uh, rumble doc, at rumble.com when they try to cancel us. So uh, three of the locations, three of the eight locations we're streaming to belong to Red Voice Media. Those three Facebook pages alone have about a million followers. So yeah, we're not missing YouTube too much. So thanks to Ray Dietrich and Red Voice Media for helping make that happen. Guys, a uh, an interesting lineup. You know, we're going to start off with the main topic. They have a tendency to be a little bit deeper. So at lawofficer.com, we have DHS is hiding the number of illegal migrants that are being released into the United States. We've heard hints of this. Uh, we've got um, some really some good recent data on this now. So GOP lawmakers have called on the Department of Homeland Security to publicly disclose monthly totals of illegal migrants that are being released into the United States um, after interdiction. So after they've had contact, you know, with the, um, you know, with the people working immigration. So uh, according to a report by Just the News, the agency's deliberately not releasing the monthly totals of illegal migrants who wind up getting released into the U.S. after they encounter uh, U.S. authorities at the border. Now, Judge Andrew Arthur, who served for eight years as an immigration judge at the now closed immigration court in, in, uh, in York, Pennsylvania, he just told Just the News that DHS does, does track the total number of migrants being released after an encounter with border agents, but making that data available to the public would paint the Biden administration in a negative light. Interesting. And here's a quote saying, the only reason why ICE and OFO, which is the Office of Field Operations, would refuse to disclose that information is to hide the fact that it is releasing more than 100,000 aliens per month into the United States and to conceal the effects of those migrant releases on communities across the United States. Now, Arthur also said that DHS should re, uh, be required to release the information the same way that the monthly data on the encounters of illegal migrants is posted online. Um, now, they're talking about the Federation for American Immigration Reform. And in June, they call it FAIR, this federation. So FAIR estimated that at least 2.3 million illegal migrants had entered the U.S. either because they were released by, uh, by Customs and Border Patrol or they eluded apprehension, according to the spokesperson for the group. And he goes on to say, this is a conservative estimate on FAIR's part based on verifiable data. The report does not speculate about numbers that cannot be verified. So that's, uh, that's a pretty humbling uh, 
humbling amount of people, huh? And uh, and verified. So calling. Well, Judge Landis said it best. Sunshine is the best antise antiseptic. Uh, so, uh, and all corruption uh, is stems from obfuscation. I think I pronounced it correctly. So, uh, when you start this nonsense, when you're not putting it out there, God bless the First Amendment when it's applied, uh, you know, equally to everybody. And what is, and if you hide it, you don't want us to know it. So put it out there and deal with it. When I was in the FBI, I practiced extreme transparency with everything I did, and it made my bosses usually pull their hair out. But I always, in the end, it all worked out in the benefit of the of the American people because the truth will set you free. Mm. Wow! Wow! Thank no, the, the uh, no, the the uh, um, DHS and the Border Patrol will set you free. And the only thing that's not deep enough is the Rio Grande. Um, so if you look at government agencies across the board under this administration, it's pretty much a, a practice a, uh, that, that they have um, been allowed to, to do that is to hide what you don't want anybody else to know. I mean, you could go across the board, the CDC and COVID, the FDA and medications, uh, vaccines, um, uh, USDA with, you know, uh, the, the, the food and, 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 uh, and farming practices, you name it, you, you go across the board and federal agencies have been doing this for, I don't know how long, especially recently, uh, with the advent of people that are willing to dig enough and get this information out, uh, you're starting to see it more and more. It's being exposed more and more. Let's put it that way. So it's it's not a surprise. Anyone that's that's surprised by it, oh my god, how could they do this? Is you're just either stupid or naive. So um, it's it's not. I wasn't surprised at all. Didn't there's no shock there whatsoever. And uh, it's just it's just a matter of whether or not anywhere in the system there is any agency left that has the authority and the ability to actually do something about it. Um, we talk about you know. Um, uh, DOJ and yeah no, so it's 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 very disheartening to see this sort of stuff and realize that chances are no one is ever going to be held accountable. No one's ever going to uh, going to go to jail for it. No, no, no one's ever going to be nothing. Nothing's going to happen, and that's the frustrating part, especially coming from a law enforcement you know, environment where that's what we did. We, we put you in a position so that you could be held accountable. We weren't the jury, we weren't the jury and the judge, but we were the ones that arranged that meeting. So um, that makes it from that perspective, it makes this sort of thing ultimately frustrating and disheartening and disappointing when you see this sort of, when you see this sort of stuff going on being, well, thankfully being exposed, but then what? Well, and that's the purpose of uh, uh, checks and balances. And unfortunately, over the last 50, 60 years, Congress has, has turned over their authority to uh, the, uh, the administrative state when they need to step in and actually start 
you know, and they have to get a president that'll support them and pass some laws. Well, there's where there's some real teeth to when these bureaucrats pull this nonsense, where the first step is they don't have to go through this very long process to stop paying them. All right, we're not going to pay you anymore. All right, you do this, we're done. You don't get a paycheck. Second step is to actually put them on on blast and put them in front of Congress. And these these bureaucrats and these bureaucracies don't get to say no when a congressman or a, a panel says, I need to see this bureaucrat in front of me and he needs to explain to me what's going on. What happens a lot, especially with the DOJ, is like, well, we can't bring that person here to you, but we'll bring this other person to you. Well, they shouldn't be have an opportunity to say no to the American people, which is Congress, even if it's a Democrat and they want to bring Republican uh, bureaucrats, bureaucrats in. It doesn't matter. They need to explain themselves to those representatives and to those senators and I've had enough of people saying no to Congress. Get your butt in front of Congress and explain to us why you're doing the things you're doing. So there you have it, folks. We've got uh, hard data out now that's uh, been, um, according to the article, is verifiable information. So, and I don't, I don't doubt it. And like David, I, I think we'd be, you'd be naive to be shocked at this point. But it's nice to see it in print. Uh, but ultimately, you know, we're responsible for either, you know being on the other end and, and, and doing this crap or not holding people accountable for it. Like Colin said, you know, they, 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 they do answer to us. It's just, you know, making that process of accountability, like David mentioned, you know, putting that into effect. So interesting. Well, uh, we will continue to monitor this, but guys, it ain't, it ain't looking good. It ain't looking good so far. Um, so let's see what we got coming down the, uh, the pike. And hey, David, you mentioned CDC, you know, they were trying to hide some, uh, CDC data for 75 years. Remember that they were in, 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 and that just got released. Oh my gosh. The numbers about the, the vaccine deaths and, uh, and injuries. Oh my gosh. They just released and, and, and what they knew about. And then this latest stuff, um, from Africa, uh, they finally have released the, uh, Pfizer vaccine, a contract that they've been doing with countries and stuff. Uh, because Africa just released it, someone was able to get a hold of it because everybody else is making it, you know, non-available. It, it is some, it is some scary, scary stuff. A lot of the information is on coffeeandcovid.com. Uh, in case anybody wants to um, subscribe to that free newsletter and become well informed on the situation, Colin, did you did you have something you want to add on that? Or real point on, on a CDC and drug companies follow the money. Uh, that they should do what they did to the cigarette companies. No more advertising from drug companies, period, end of story on national media. You don't get to do it anymore. Uh, they did that with the cigarette companies back in the 60s, 70s. And yeah. frankly, that it, that actually worked out well because then they lost their power to influence Congress. And of course, the, the rest is history. So we have to stop the, the fuel of uh, money into the hands of either the media or in Congress to start get these people to start being accountable to to us, the American people. You know, I, I wasn't alive back in the 60s and 70s, but I remember hearing about that happening. So I'm glad you threw that out there, Jimmy. Uh -huh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good, Jimmy. Uh, even producer Jimmy doesn't even have my back anymore. It's just a sad. I'm not. I'm not. I may not come in. I'm not coming to the work tomorrow, Jimmy. I'm telling you now. No, no. You, you can take tomorrow off. Not a problem. I'm taking tomorrow off. So, <laughs> so TampaFP.com. Remember Brian Burns? Uh, it's it's the uh, the free press. So at TampaFP.com, uh, we've got an interesting article. Minnesota Dem uh, Democrat who backed effort to dismantle police was violently carjacked in front of her kids. And guys, there is a, a photograph that's in the news on this thing too. So 
Shavanti, uh, Seth Sathandon. I don't know how you pronounce the last name. You guys probably do a better job than me. And of course, we got music playing, so this, I'm going to have to make this fast. But this, she's the second vice chairman of the Minnesota Democratic Former Labor uh, Party. And she said in a Facebook post that she has was violently attacked and carjacked on Tuesday in front of her two kids. Guys, it was a brutal beating. Wait till you hear about the injuries she sustained and how she has flipped in her opinion about the police. But stick with us. Commercial break. We'll be right back. All right. You know, Motion DSP, they've been supporting the law enforcement profession for over 15 years for the robust speed of video and audio redaction and enhancement software. Now, Motion DSP software, it's easy to use, requires no specialized training or expertise, and you can save valuable time with Spotlight's one-click automating tracking feature and forensic suite of enhancement filters to achieve results quickly in just three steps, import, process, and export. Now, Spotlight is built specifically for redaction. It's designed to work with video from any camera source, and using Motion DSP uh, algorithms and object tracking technology, it sort of automates the process of blurring faces and other identifiable information, and it saves users countless hours compared to manual frame-by-frame redaction and forensic enhancement software that allows users to quickly process and analyze any video file format using path and super resolution algorithms and enhancement filters to reveal an unseen level of detail. And you can actually get forensically valid evidence from just low quality video in minutes instead of hours. So you can learn more about all these products and all these capabilities by simply going to motiondsp.com. Again, that's motiondsp.com. So guys, aufire.com. You guys need to check out this new product that's coming out. So AU Fire stands for Accuracy Under Fire. And now agencies can prepare their Leos for the mental challenges associated with being wounded on duty, forcing them to adapt, problem solve, refocus, and overcome to effectively neutralize the threat. And they have the only option to safely prepare Leos for the instant, immense, random, and distracting immobilization of a body part. So simply go to AUFire.com, watch the videos, get more information about this fantastic product, AUFire.com. Let's talk about Medicare insurance options. There's over 80 options in just Hillsborough County alone. Now, the benefits can change annually. So how do you know that you're getting the benefits for your specific health care needs? The answer is simple. Contact MyMedicare.Live or call area code 813-245-6656, especially if you're in the Tampa Bay area. Talk to James or Bobby. Meet with them in person. They'll save you money on your medication co-pays. Find plans that your doctors accept and get more of the benefits that you qualify for. So again, mymedicare.live. All right, guys, welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show, still live from the Boss Talk Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. You know, I see that we've got Lieutenant Jessica Taylor from Seattle Police on the stream conversing with us. She's the latest addition to the show. So thanks for watching. All right, you should be on the show today, Jessica. I didn't know you're gonna you're gonna be watching, but uh uh anyhow, we've been we just left off talking about a Minnesota Democrat who backed effort to disband a police uh and she was violently carjacked in front of her kids. There was a photo um that went that was released, you know, in reference to this. So four men allegedly broke her leg and beat her with their fist and guns in front of her two children at her Minneapolis home after they stole her car and they flee the scene as well. So the, uh, uh, I guess it's, maybe you guys pronounce the name better than me. So, so Thanaden, uh, she previously backed efforts to reduce the police force. She urged uh, people in Minneapolis to take back their city and the prosecute violent criminals in her post following the incident. So we need to get illegal guns off our streets. So now this is her new tune that she's singing. We need to get illegal guns off the street, catch these young people who are running uh, wild, creating chaos across our city, and hold them in custody and prosecute them. Now, that's what she ended up writing in the post. So according to police report, she sustained a major injury as well as possible internal injury, and officers later found her car abandoned. Um, it said that she had previously backed efforts in 2020 to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. And, of course, that's where our panelist Bob Kroll um, still is at. 
Uh, we are going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department, she wrote in 2020. MPD has systematically failed the black community. They have failed all of us. It's time to build a new infrastructure that works for all communities. If you are still disagreeing with that basic fact, I'm not sure what to say to you. So now she's thanking Minneapolis police officers who helped her after the carjacking, and uh, she's changed her tune. She's singing a different one. Amazing. Uh, commentary, guys? David? Yeah. It is, isn't it fascinating? Um, I think it was. I think it was uh, uh, the 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 pig. Um, what was her name? Um, Whoopi Goldberg, I think. I think oh. it was Whoopi Goldberg on the View that um, that made a comment a while ago that maybe more white people need to be beaten up or beat uh, to stop so to get the attention to stop police brutality. And I almost, it's almost like, wow, she's almost like an idiot savant of some sort, because now a politician got beaten badly by criminals and to get her to change her tune about law enforcement. How fascinating that works. Isn't that a wonderful, it's almost like I want to agree with the, with the idiot savant, but yet I do not. So it's a, it's a fascinating turn of events. When you see this stuff happening, and all I can do is go, <laughs> sorry about your luck. Enjoy what you asked for. You wow. were wrong. Hey, what about uh -oh. the pictures, Colin? She looked like really nice, pretty hair all done, looked really pretty in the first picture. And then the one beside it is like, wow, blood everywhere. Well, uh, David just described Scheuden Freude. I probably just butchered that. That is the experience of pleasure, joy, or self-satisfaction. It comes from the learning of uh, or witnessing the troubles, failures, or humiliation of another. So absolutely, that's the word of the day, and I probably butchered it. Uh, you know, I don't ever want anybody to get hurt or injured. However, <laughs> there is the world is round for a reason. There's karma. I could go on and on and on. This is what happens when you create chaotic situations. And finally, unfortunately, now the the uh, the animals are at the gates and the gates of the liberal uh, liberals and the idiots that are doing these things. And now they're waking up because, frankly, it's been for the last three years. They did all this stuff, and the only people suffering were the poor and downtrodden of these of these neighborhoods. But now, all of a sudden, they're actually having a taste of what they've done to these poor people with all their nonsense. So, I hope she she they get the guys that did it. I hope she uh, survives their injuries, and I hope she continues to wake up and stop all this damn nonsense. Yeah. So. So let me just say, look, I appreciate what everybody said. I totally agree with everybody. Now, the difference between us and most of the left that I see is that I'm going to call it like a forgiveness policy. I mean, we want to hold her accountable for what she said, but now if she's seen the light and if she starts, you know, uh, being a crusader for that, God bless her, you know, no, but, no, 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 but no. not, not David, no, no, huh? No, 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 no. You have to stay where you are. You're not allowed to leave. Just, we, we talked about this before. There was a grace period where if you wanted to leave California, sorry, Colin, and get out of there while, while you could, then yes, by all means, get out, get someplace else that's you know makes sense where the taxes and crime, all that sort of stuff, politics. But now, nope that that grace period's gone. You got to stay where you're at, Colin. We oh, might no, make I'm not talking about we that. Might, I'm we might make a segment for you. No, but that's that's my point though. She she created this monster. Now she has to live with it. And as far as me forgiving her, that's like saying I you know forgiving people that foisted the whole 
mask mandates and 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 vaccine mandates and all that kind of crap on us um, back in, in that mess. Just using that as an example, I hate to ride that thing like a half dead horse, but nonetheless, it's almost <laughs> like that. No, I I do not forgive you. I do not, and I shall not. Now I'm not going to, you know, am I going to, you know, do something? No, but. But for me to for me to turn around to those people now and go, okay, yeah, G, you're forgiven. Let's let, let's try again. Yeah, no, no. You need to be out of politics. You need to have absolutely no authority or power over other human beings ever again. Um, Fauci, the CDC, all of them need to be absolutely decimated and done away with, replaced. Whatever we talked about the 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 Washington Bureau of the FBI, same thing. They all need to be ejected out of there to the Indian reservations to, to, to investigate crimes in, in the in the West. They all need to be done with and decimated. You're not forgiven. Just you need to, need to go away and never be heard from again. That's what needs to happen to those people. You can't you can't use that word anymore, David, Indian. I think that that's I think we've changed that now. Oh, Native American, I, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that she, well, anyhow, I, I, and I appreciate your position. She owes it to the American people to be a crusader to kind of make up for what she's done. Uh, but look, it's time for our second commercial break, guys. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hopefully, David, you can help me out with this one. All right, guys. Yes, it's time. Finally, talk about Gauls at Gauls.com slash Leo. And look, if you've been following our show for any amount of time, you certainly by now are aware of the new Gauls. Again, Gauls.com slash Leo. And, and who is Gauls? They're the country's leading Uniform clothing, equipment, and gear provider for law enforcement. They have a variety of offerings, everything from multi-tools and flashlights to duty boots and tactical gear. And as our panelist, Captain Brett Bartlett, always says, they they pretty much have everything for law enforcement except for guns and ammo. So, David, I know you're a huge fan of Gauls. Do you know what's going on this week or today? Uh, 20% off. The, the big thing right off the top is 20% off Danner, Danner footwear. I wore uh, Danner Acadia uh, boots as my my uh, duty gear for years and years, and they did a they do a wonderful job of saving your feet from all sorts of bad crap. Uh, great product, um, and they're and they're twenty percent off at Gulls. The whole Gulls, line. Do it, guys. Gulls.com slash Leo, and don't wait to get that done. So hey, now it's time to talk about our latest sponsor, Global Ordinance at GlobalOrdinance.com. So get ready for a coupon code from Global Ordinance because they are your ultimate destination for ammo. GlobalOrdinance.com provides high-quality ammunition for all of your shooting needs, ensuring precision, reliability, and unmatched performance. So, for a limited time, they're offering free shipping on all ammo orders that are over $200 with their exclusive coupon code, which just happens to be Leo Roundtable. So, visit GlobalOrdinance.com today. Explore the wide selection of ammo. Use coupon code Leo Roundtable. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show. Still live from the Boss Talk Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. So, if we have exhausted the... The last topic, I'll tell you what, Jimmy and I were just talking, me and producer Jimmy, and let's go ahead and do a Gauls gift card giveaway today. Another $50. I know we just did this the other day. Let's just do Let's just do another one. Another $50 Gauls gift card. So all you have to do, if you're a streamer watching the show, type in the word Gauls, G-A-L-L-S. Now, I misspoke earlier this week, and I, I think I had misspoke about this is butter, because this is butter had, had won one, but it actually, when I looked at the date, it was the end of last month. So just if you've already won one this month, and that is the month of September. Please don't enter again. But if you have not, type in the word Gauls. When we run the uh, when we run the contest in a few, uh, it'll scan everybody that typed in the word Gauls, and uh, they'll be a potential winner. So, uh, so thanks, guys. So, moving along, uh, let's go ahead and see. I tell you, um, I'm thinking, Colin, didn't you want to make a comment about David's goatee or something? Isn't there something I've been 
Yes, uh, so I see that he shaved it off. Uh, good for you because when you're wearing it, I mean, uh, goatee, there's another term for it uh, that we uh, apply to people in law enforcement that have goatees, but this is a family show, so we yeah. can't talk oh, about that. Oh, oh. Well, because we're family uh, and, and you're in California and you do have Cronus Investigations, can you tell our audience a little bit about your, I mean, we know you're retired FBI, but tell, tell us what have you been doing with your life since you left the FBI? So uh, specializing in uh, Cronus Investigations, private investigation, forensic accounting. Uh, I'm specializing in embezzlements and uh, believe it or not, in backgrounds and, and asset uh, uh, identification. I even recently just got a client from Japan reached no out way. to me uh, via Yelp and, ha and wants to sue somebody uh, down in uh, San Diego. So basically, um, I can do it. If it's online, I can take care of it. And, huh. uh, you know, I'm here for everybody who needs help. Oh, I, I thought it, in Japan, I figured it was a female looking for a green card. So, okay, you kind of blew me away with that one. So, all right, good deal. Jimmy, I'm waiting for the little... Da -da -da. Come on. Ta -da. There you go. All right, see, uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's sleeping on the job here. I'm coming up with all... This is some of my, <laughs> some of my best material, and I'm just not getting rewarded for using it. So, uh, But look, Kronos Investigations, KronosINV.com. Guys, check him out. And like he said, look, if they can hire him for work in Japan... Uh, he can, you know, you got to love technology in the computer age because you can do work from anywhere and track anybody. I, I would not want to get tracked down by Colin Schmidt. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. All right. He's a good, good guy. He's a better friend than an enemy. So that said, let's go with our next story. Now, look, we're getting ready to get to some video components. And look, it's hard to cover a really a good news story today without there being a video component. So we're going to go to our favorite law enforcement video channel. It's called This is Butter and it's at rumble.com. Sand Springs Police Department, they released body cam footage from a standoff and an officer-involved shooting. And the claim, I'm just south, or just west. Get down! Get down! Get down now! Show me your hands! Show me your hands now! Show me your hands or you're going to get shot! He's not complying. I don't know what he's got in his hands. Show me your hands or you're going to get shot! Sam. He's, he just cocked a gun, I think. You're gonna get shot! I believe he, he has a gun. He just shot, shot fired! So the Sand Springs uh, PD, they shared this body cam video of their encounter with Nathan Burks on Wednesday. So Nathan is going to be our bad guy. Police say the officers were called to the store that day for reports of a larceny, a theft, uh, and ultimately got into a standoff with Burks. So uh, Burks fired shots and worried witnesses and prompted police to shut down a busy highway going into the holiday weekend on Friday. So uh, no one was seriously injured after Burks allegedly fired several shots and then barricaded himself inside a dumpster for several hours and it quickly became a dangerous situation especially due to the vicinity they were in a close vicinity to uh, highway 412 and uh 97 but guys the way this thing goes down police say that when they found a shoplifting suspect in the walmart parking lot book uh, burks he takes off right they chase him to the dumpster partition it's got like a like a wooden fence around the about the uh, around the big dumpster and 
There were businesses at the end of the parking lot at St. John's Medical Center. Before they um, went in to get him, because he's standing on top of the fence, the cop's yelling at him, he jumps back inside, you hear him crashing like in the dumpster area. And so before they go in to get him, it says that he fires a gun at one of the officers. And this is what Chief Todd uh, Ensburner said. Now, the suspect threatened to kill himself, and that's when they set a perimeter up along Highway 97, diverting traffic for more than four hours. Now, what they really don't say is this. Well, David, I'll let you cover it, but you couldn't keep this cop off the radio. And I'm, I'm, I just copied some of the transmissions, the radio transmissions that are going on um, when, this guy, when this cop is saying, hey, we're behind the clinic just south Burgess Way. So he's telling people where he's at because he's already located the bad guy, right? And then he's going on the radio. He's not complying. I don't know what he's got on his hands. So this is what he's saying on the radio. And then a backup guy comes up and he goes, he just cocked a gun, I think. And, and then he goes, and then he, he goes, I believe he just shot, shots fired. So he's starting to talk on the radio again. And he's saying, I believe and in the middle of his transmission, the guy starts firing shots at him and then cops fire shots, goes for the radio, but instead starts yelling, drop the gun. It's crazy. So the chief says that we luckily had a crisis uh, negotiators on the scene at the very beginning, got his phone number. We made contact with him on the phone. We've been talking with him the entire time throughout the event. This is what the chief says. Police worried that, as the son said, it would be getting more difficult for all officers, officers to see what was going on. Um, so they gave him two choices, basically, to give up or they were going to force it. So after about two hours, um, they arrested him with multiple complaints, and, and uh, including assault and gun charges, all that kind of stuff. So that's the way it goes down. But I can't wait for you guys to dissect this thing. The good, the bad, the ugly. Commentary? David? Yeah, sure. Listen, uh, you know, the only thing that that you could really say negative about about the the officer on scene was that he he got too busy with too many things and um, instead of focusing on the task at hand and once once the guy showed him an indication that he was potentially armed then your focus needs to be entirely on that forget the radio you've already told everybody where you are forget the radio forget everything else and focus on that threat. Now, other than that, if you watch the officer, his movements, they were they were, you know, pretty on the mark. I mean, he he comes to the he he contains the guy. He puts him in the box, as we like, as I like to say, and he keeps him there, won't let him out. So now you've got him contained. Check. He realizes the guy is potentially armed. He challenges him. It, the guy's not compliant. In his in the in the police officer's mind, he's thinking, I think this guy might have a, a weapon. I think I heard him you know, charge a, a semi-automatic pistol. Okay, that's fine in your head, but just keep it there and keep your focus. Stay off the radio. But then the officer begins to move and he says, okay, he's doing everything right. I've got to get cover now, but still contain the bad guy. He does it. He moves to cover. He doesn't retreat. He goes to the closest good cover that was there, which was a vehicle. Still contains the guy in the box. It's not going to let him leave. Some gunfires exchange. Um, the bad guy's behind the dumpster. Then he gets in the dumpster. They contain the scene. And then it's, at that point, it's, for the most part, over. He's contained. You've got a perimeter. He's not going anywhere. Now time is on your side. Play the game. Do what you got to do. Hostage negotiators, whatever. All that's fine. But the only thing in there was focus on the task at hand, guys and girls. If you've got a threat, Forget the radio. As long as they, as long as your backup knows where you are, focus on the threat. Let them arrive. Let them see what's going on. Let them respond appropriately. You need to focus on the threat and nothing else. 
But other than that, the guy moved well. He he operated well. There was you know there was no issue there. He didn't back down from the from the threat. So I you know he he did a, a fine job. Just man, forget that radio. Goodness. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Any words of wisdom? Well, I, when I watched the video, I couldn't quite tell because it's off of his body camera. Uh, so I, I agree, he did everything right. But one other thing I throw in there is, and I used to see this when I was uh, training agents: if you can't see it, don't shoot at it. Uh, so I think he could see the bad guy, but uh, I vividly remember in, in training where it, once the the, the uh, subject you couldn't see him anymore, you I, you stopped shooting. Well, and I remember I was in in the training academy, and I had uh, uh, I was watching other agents. And they just kept shooting, and shooting, 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 <laughs> shooting, and uh, and now they're all bosses in the FBI somewhere. But the point is, uh, you know, uh, David hit the nail on the head. He, uh, the guy did everything right, but it's all about focus, focus, focus. Make sure you, you stay on there because ultimately he wants to. The, the the good guys won. The cop walked away without any injuries, and the bad guy went to jail. That and and Frank, I don't think anybody even was in shot by this. But even though there were some rounds uh, exchanged, yeah. Yeah, I, and I yeah. agree. Good point, David. I agree. You know, the troops knowing where you're at, I mean, if it's preferable. Not, I mean, sometimes you just need to, if you're in a situation, you don't have time to let them know, you don't have time to let them know. But I, I agree. Once, they, well, once again, they know that. Yeah, and I don't know the technology that this agency has. I mean, there are the, the handheld radios that guys carry have, you know, GPS capabilities. Dispatch can pinpoint your location through a lot of that technology. The the computer in your car, same thing. They know where the car is all the time. It's on a big map in the in the dispatch room. So there's there's all sorts of technology that allows them to know where you are. It's just what did they have? Was it really necessary? I mean, all that sort of stuff comes into play. But nonetheless, and I'm sure all those FBI agents that Collins are talking about, they're at the Washington Bureau now running that show. I'm certain of it. Hey. David, I have it on good authority that you actually disabled the GPS device on your marked unit. Is there any truth to that? Which one? Which? <laughs> that was good. That was good. That's right. Two different agencies. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, uh, guys, we're, we're getting close to our commercial break. If you guys haven't typed in the word GALS, G-A-L-L-S, to, uh, to be considered for that $50 GALS gift card giveaway coming up in a few minutes when we come back from our break, please do that. Um, listen, so let's see. listen. Yeah, Chip, and the whole thing about that thing on Maverick 2 when he's on the radio going, I can't, I just can't, that thing, yeah. You think he invented that? No. No, that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, hey, commercial break. We will be right back. All right, guys, you know, no matter how much you know about guns and ammunition, there's that knowledge gap that leaves you confused and missing the complete picture. Gunlearn.com, though, they've taken the confusion out of learning. They've actually made it easy. Gunlearn.com, it's the first and it's the only company that offer a step-by-step program that takes you from your current level to become a safe, accurate, and competent certified firearm specialist. Now, they provide citations from federal law and ATF rulings for every point taught to ensure accuracy. In their training, it's approved by major forensic organizations, law enforcement agencies, and firearm manufacturers. Since 1996, they've taught everything that LEOs, that's law enforcement officers, need to know about firearms and ammunition to all facets of law enforcement. You can start today with online training, or you can register to attend a live seminar, and you can actually get free training for yourself and the personnel at your agency by hosting a seminar at no cost. So come aboard as one of the most firearm knowledgeable people in the world by joining the folks at gunlearn.com. Again, gunlearn.com. Check it out today. All right, guys, welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show. Yes, we're still live from the Boss Hog Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. So, yes, I said that when we came back, we were going to go ahead 
and we were going to run that contest. So let's go ahead and run that drawing for the free $50 golf gift card. Uh, wow. It is uh, picking through the names right now. Who could we possibly get as a winner? Oh, Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. Congratulations. Hey, just make sure that I've got a, a good email address for you on the screen. There we go. Thank you, producer Jimmy. So, hey, congratulations. A free $50 golf gift card. I'll get that email to you right at the end of the show. So just make sure I get that email address. So congratulations. So, guys, I think it's time to move on to our next one. And uh, we've got another story that's got a video component. So not losing any time or traction here. Uh, we are uh, back at Rumble.com, our favorite law enforcement video channel called This Is Butter. Oklahoma City Police Officer Survives Assault by a Wanted Fugitive During a Routine Traffic Stop. Help, help, help. Quit, help me. Hey, stop me one, please. Help, quit. Please. Quit. Help, help me. Quit. Help me, bro. Quit. Help me. Let go off your waist. Let go. Let go. Let go off your waist. No. Let go off your waist. Your call has been updated. So, yes, we're in Oklahoma City. Uh, police releases footage after recent assault on officers. So the incident happens on August the 24th. We have Officer Alfredo Lopez Soto stops the vehicle. It's for a traffic violation. So uh, Soto sees three people inside the car, and he asks the driver, who's 34-year-old Logan Hathaway, to step outside because he did not have a driver's license. So Hathaway, our bad guy, tries to flee on foot. Officer Lopez Soto gives chase and takes him down on the ground, but it's in a parking lot. So Officer Lopez Soto tries to take uh, Hathaway into custody. He's refusing commands. He starts the fight, and uh, Hathaway tries reaching for something in his waist while the struggle is going on on the ground and eventually pulls out a handgun. Officer Lopez Soto tries to get control of the weapon, so now they're fighting over the weapon. Hathaway discharges around from the weapon. That's the bad guy, discharges the gun during the fight. So as the struggle continues, a backseat passenger, so you can see surveillance video, uh, uh, a guy, a dude gets out of the back seat and he goes walking off and uh, it says Alfonso Rodriguez, he gets out of the car and he plays the scene on foot. And then you see another passenger on the front uh, passenger side, it's Robin Palma, female, gets out, gets into the driver's seat and drives the car away. And this is when the cops got the bad guy locked up, you know, in a, it's not really a submission hole, but he's got him, you know, he's got him, you know, locked up on the ground. So other officers finally get there on the scene. They help take Hathaway in the custody. Officers recovered the gun that he fired and a loaded magazine from it. So after taking him into custody, police determined that Hathaway was a wanted fugitive from the Oklahoma Department of Corrections for a 2022 felony conviction. So you never know who you're dealing with. Hathaway was arrested on numerous charges, including assault and battering a police officer. Now, Palma was later taken into custody for DUI. That was the female that drove away in the car, obstructing an officer not having a valid driver's license. And Rodriguez, the dude in the backseat that left, he was apprehended for obstructing an officer. So Officer Lopez Soto, the, the officer that stopped the car initially, suffered some minor injuries during the struggle with our bad guy named Hathaway. So that's what we got. Commentary, gentlemen, whoever wants to start it off. I see a scowl on David's face. I don't know what that means, but. No, I, I, was, I was scowling at Colin, seeing if he wanted to go, to go first. Um, 
you know, I, I love the titles of these. Some of these videos are just so <laughs> off that it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, th this officer, you know, if, if when you really start to peel the onion, as 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 you say, was he was sharp on a bunch of different levels. We didn't get to know. We didn't get the the backstory on the traffic stop. It just started. The video starts kind of as he's bringing, trying to get the guy out of the car. And you got to say, okay, why was he getting out of the car? Well, because he had three three dirt bags in the car. He smelled it. it. The hairs went up on the back of his neck. The guy didn't have a driver's license. Okay, this is getting all bad. I'm going to start separating bodies so I can deal with one at a time. He knows he's got backup coming, so he starts to get the driver out of the car. Well, the the, the El Porco driver decides he's going to take <laughs> off or try to take off running. And I, I know the cop is going, oh, no, you <laughs> no, you didn't. No, really. And the pers the pursuit across the parking lot was all of about 10 feet before the before the cop drags him to the ground and, you know, is trying to take him into custody. Well, the guy starts to fight, but the cop's doing a good job staying on top of him, keeping control, trying to work him. Um, and then <laughs> and then the, the gun comes out. And, it, and now we don't have a, a real clear view of, of what's going on there, but the cop latches down on the gun on the gun hand. And, and of course, the question is, why didn't you just shoot him? Why didn't you shoot him? Well, he's already behind the eight ball now. The guy's got the gun in his hand. So he's going to have to disengage, draw his weapon, and fire. The guy's already got the weapon in his hand. So he's so the cop is behind. He's already in a reactionary mode. His decision at, his decision at that moment was to control the firearm and not let the guy bring it to bear. He does it well. The gun does go off, but I would, I would, my guess is that if he had his hand on the gun, it went off, but the slide couldn't cycle. So now the gun is worthless. The gun comes out of the bad guy's hand. The cop goes, okay, now you're mine. He, he continues to hold him on the ground, pins him and holds him there. Hopefully watching the other people run away. The other scumbags take off one at a time. The bar hag takes the car and leaves. She's not stupid. She's not, I'm not walking. I'm driving. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. The other cops get there. They they arrest the guy. They go and find the other two bad guys and arrest them. So when you when you really start to slice it apart and look at the look at the the details or what I understand the details to be, having you know you're in these circumstances in these fights, um, you understand where the what the how the cop was operating, what his mindset was, what his where his focus was, and he did the things that he did, which were all very viable, and they they. They, and they worked. He he did a a good job on the ground. Um, it this is not one of those instances where I'm grinding down a molar because the the cop has absolutely no idea how to arrest, how to physically arrest, fight and arrest someone. This guy obviously had some skill level to do what he did, manipulate this guy on the ground. Even though he was a fat guy, um, doesn't matter. He had a gun. He did a good job on all those points. So kudos to him. Yeah, agreed. Um, you're always there's always going to be somebody bigger, badder, and better than you, no matter who you are. If you think that that's not true, you're absolutely wrong. And even if you happen to be the baddest guy on the planet at any given point in time in history, you know that's not going to last forever, right, Colin? No, exactly. And then this is a, a this was a perfect example of the concept of backup. Uh, you know, most people think, well, you know, a cop gets on the radio, they're going to the uh, cops are going to just kind of poof out of the air like they're on some Star Trek, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, situation where they just, uh, you know, come right by in, in, within seconds. 
uh, cops, uh, especially rural areas, especially places like Florida, their backup might be 10, 15, 20, sometimes hours. You know, if you, a trooper in Oklahoma, he might not have a backup that might not be able to get there for 30 minutes, depending on where he's at or Montana. So uh, the concept of uh, it just frustrates me when people criticize cops because, well, he had to do this, he had to do that. Well, many times they're up there by themselves and they have to react. And this guy did a great job. Backup got there. Good guys won, bad guys lost, but uh, I just want uh, you know kudos to this cop for doing everything right, and he had to survive until he he had the troops were there to help him out. Totally agree, totally agree. Well, guys, we've got less than two minutes. I I uh, I don't know if I've got enough time to go through this last one or not, but uh, let me just see how long this thing is on Colorado. I'm going to go through this. Colorado Springs Police they released a body cam footage of a shooting that left a wanted man dead. <laughs> Now, this is still at rumble.com. This is butter. But Colorado Springs uh, Police Department, I'll just go through it quickly. U.S. Marshal Service and the Department of Corrections, they reached out to the uh, Colorado Springs Police Department, and they want to help in bringing uh, a, a wanted fugitive uh, and getting a hold of that guy. So they attempt to arrest 37-year-old Benjamin uh, Anoboli. He triggers a chase that ends in his death. Um, the tactical units end up getting involved in the stuff that make the arrest. The uh, bad guy runs. Then they get drone footage of our bad guy running towards the front doors of a hotel uh, holding weapons. Police ask him to drop the gun. He does not. They release a canine. So the canine is lights on this guy, and he's got the gun, and uh, and he's running. But dragging the canine, and the cops just take him out. It was a uh, and the and the dog, the canine, did not get hit. So it, it was a beautiful thing. We got 40, about 45 seconds um, commentary on this. David's pointing to Colin. So FBI, Colin, you're up. Uh, well, uh, hey, good guys won, bad guy lost, and that's what counts. And most importantly, uh, the dog was not injured. Yeah, th <laughs> thank God if someone would have had a problem. I don't I don't like the deployment, the canine deployment in that situation. You see the guy's got a gun. Agreed. Just just smoke him in the parking lot and be done with it. Keep the canine on a leash in those instances. A canine is not a, a tool for a lethal scenario. Stop doing that. All right. That's good advice. Yeah, we uh, we love our, our canines, and uh, we know David loves his canines. So, uh, yeah, good good advice. Um, good commentary, gentlemen. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, appreciate it. And, uh, Jessica, if you're still watching, thanks for, for weighing in. Uh, I usually take this time on the show to talk about the Wounded Blue at thewoundedblue.org. So they're a 501c3 nonprofit that was started and founded by Lieutenant Randy Sutton from the Las Vegas Metro Police Department, helping cops out that are in a world of hurt, suffering from things like PTSD and other medical issues that maybe their agency's not helping them out with, or maybe they couldn't even get a disability retirement out for. So the Wounded Blue at thewoundedblue.org, uh, check them out. Um, and, you know, if you choose to support them, they're not going to embarrass you. So, guys, another shout out to our sponsors. We have Motion DSP, AUFire.com, GallusGunner.com, Medicare.live, and we're fueled by Monster today. A shout out to Brian Burns for the free press at TampaFP.com, Ray Dietrich, RedVoiceMedia.com. Thanks for carrying our content. And hey, how about that uh, that uh, fifty dollars Gallus gift card giveaway? Guys, stay tuned to us uh, next week. We're going to be giving away a couple more. But uh, congratulations to uh, you know to our uh, Motor Cop Chronicles. Have a wonderful and a safe week, guys. We will see you on Monday.